Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. In this episode, I want to talk about the subject of peace and what peace means to me in a spiritual sense. So I'm titling this episode, Path of Peace. Now, I know what a lot of people would think when I say this word, the path of peace. Well, the path of what? Least resistance. And yes, that is true, but it's also an art form because it's not so easy when you are in these moments that could potentially draw out some intense emotion from you. And, you know, that's by design a lot of the time. And so to have that awareness that those emotional strings or energies are trying to draw upon that, to be aware of that process is a true... um, sort of level of knowing of your power and taking your power back. I'm a big proponent in that whole concept of taking your power back because we have over our lives given away more and more of our power the older we have gotten. And we just tend to now do what we're told just to try to fit in with society, to try to fit in with our colleagues and coworkers just so that we don't really you know, look different. We don't want to bring attention to ourselves. And we're doing that out of fear, right? Because we're not taught that individuality and uniqueness is to be celebrated. We're all, they're trying to force you into a box to label yourself as something. And you know, there is divine harmony in this. There's divine timing in everything. So whatever is happening on the physical level has already been sort of worked through on the spiritual and energetic level, right? So what you are within, who you are within, creates your reality. And sometimes a lot of us are unconscious about these sort of deep-seated programmings within our belief systems that we don't even, we just really take them for granted. So we don't realize that this is the reality we're, we're, the reality that we're creating for ourselves. And a lot of these realities that we're, we've created for ourselves are based on truths that aren't ours or direct false ideas that are implanted into us, whether consciously or unconsciously. And so it's up to us to work layer by layer, you know, level by level, all and and truly put your heart and soul into this process because it's a life path. It's not something that we just do on a weekend or do on a Sunday. It's something that we have to make a conscious effort in moment by moment as often as we can. It is a growing, it is a knowing. And knowing more about who you are and your place in this world gives you faith in when you operate from wisdom that you are you are lining yourself to the rhythm of the universe and that takes courage in a world that's very dissonant right now right so it doesn't matter if there's you know you believe something and eight billion people believe something else and you may feel that pressure and that's sort of the level of your evolution how much or do you really know about yourself that you're willing to say, I don't care if 8 billion people don't believe me. I know my truth, right? So there is a level of faith there that you've built in yourself to get to that point. And until that point, we're going to be faced with challenges where, you know, we believe something, but we're also very, um, you know, 
easily uh, either manipulated or or sort of um, having to feel we have to fit into a certain belief system so that we don't stick out. And like I said, this is what we've what, what current society has created for itself. It's created. It wants to be in these boxes, and that's what we're seeing. You know, on on levels of manifestation in school kids and but not a lot of they're on the search for their identity and, you know, the gender fluid and the male, the female, the non-binary and all these different forms, right? Because this is how they want to express themselves. They're having to put so many labels on these because that's what society has taught is that we need labels for everything, right? And I will add on to that, that putting labels on things, you know, essentially blocks them into that title, right? It doesn't give them a lot of potential to get out of that idea, right? So, we have to be aware of of titles. We have to be aware of labels and allow, you know, from a deeper part of us for things just to flow. And when we do that, we allow, we, we increase the potential of what these titles might have been. They, they could be a lot more. So we have to also watch that amongst our, our youth, right? Labeling them and whatnot. So we have to guide them to be like, it's okay to be individual. It's okay to be unique. And it's to, in fact, to be celebrated that you're different. Imagine that everything was the same. Imagine that everyone dressed the same, you know, and there's certain galaxies and civilizations out there that actually do this. So you can imagine that there is every concept of life imaginable throughout this universe and other universes and dimensions. So it goes really deep. So knowing about how this works and seeing it work on the physical level right and in our youth like i said there's there's a million other examples where these things are are starting to show themselves right so you know we're we're now having to face all the things on the accumulations that this society has created so they're coming out in certain ways of you know political corruption you know they're talking about ufo um you know what if ufos are even possible the governments are actually talking about that and that's a big deal because the governments never used to talk about that. So we know that there are major changes that are happening in this world. And they're coming out in a lot of crazy ways, obviously with what's, what's happening with the, the virus, the global virus. Um, so again, it, it all ties together, right? And it's not about putting fear out there. It's not about putting you know, your, your worries or anxious, anxious energy out there. Because you know, if you know putting that energy out there creates more of that. So it's about bringing awareness to every moment that you can through the path of peace. Now, getting into this is meaning that the path of peace is truly the path of least resistance because what you resist persists. You might have heard that term before. So what you fight against, you will have to fight, right? And a lot of people fight their whole lives thinking that they have to fight in order to survive. And so in order, they create this loop feedback system, this loop that continually creates the same pattern for them. So they just think that's what life is. And so we have to break apart these patterns, you know, before they become these long-term permanent patterns. Well, nothing's really permanent, but in their minds it is. So the more power that you have over this, this idea that what you think about, whether you think about positive things or what you, if you think about negative things or you think about things that make you anxious, well, that's kind of what humans do. They think about things that make them anxious. They think about things that make them nervous without realizing that these very thoughts and feelings that they're putting into themselves 
are creating the very circumstances that's sort of putting it back into that feedback system. So these patterns are going to happen again and again until we solve the energy within us first. So this is the path of least resistance, right? This is a lot, just not being labeled as a victim. So, you know, realizing that you are manifesting a pattern and it's there to show you a potential of who you can be. So we have to look at these things, these so-called faults, I put those in quotes, that are actually really gifts that show us our true potential. But we have to change that perspective lens and view things that way, right? Because we're always sort of taught to look at life and look at reactions through the negative lens, right? Always like, you know, the negative side of things instead of the positive side, instead of the positive side of things, instead of saying, what can I learn from this situation? What did I do wrong here? Right? That's the part of vulnerability I talk about that's true strength because if you admit no mistakes, which is that side of that toxic toxic male masculinity where they don't make mistakes, they everything they've done was, you know, for for their for their family or for themselves or for their ego, that's the downfall, right? Because you're not operating from your heart system. And so that's the imbalance that we're going through in the world is a lot of masculine feminine imbalances and we're seeing them in in the way the world is working right now. And so the path of least resistance is to be in the balance, is to be both in balance with your masculine side and in balance with your feminine side, whether you're a male or female or you don't identify as either. We're all made up of male and female cells, right? That's physically what we're made up of. But our souls are also non-binary, binary, and you know both and not at the same time. And so we've come to here to express ourselves individually. And, you know, society, you know, really puts us in that box to identify with something that they've created for you to believe in. And if you don't believe it, there's something wrong with you. Now, this is what I mean by the path of least resistance. You know, if you're doing something, you're meant to do it. And if someone tells you to do something in order to be successful, well, that, that's their um, view on what successful is. That may not be your view. Your view on being successful might be building a cabin in the woods and living off grid, right? But to someone in the city or someone that maybe perhaps is a lawyer or that values city living, they're going to look at you like you're crazy, right? So we have to take away those identities and those labels and say, you know, everyone is allowed to express themselves how they, how they deem fit as long as it doesn't hurt anybody. Now, obviously that's a big important one, not hurt anybody. Well, you know, I mean, physically and, you know, abusiveness and, you know, but that's a part of the lessons as well. So it's, it's like an art form. It's, it's a, it's an energy wave that, that, that ebbs and flows until we solve the patterns, both in the individual side and both on the collective side. And as we do that and we create this symmetry within ourselves and our, also our, our collective humanity, that's when problems are going to solve at light speed. And we're going to notice that and realize that we are all one. Science will prove this one day. And, you know, it's going to be a path of peace, right? But in order, but in order to get to that realization, we have um, this groundwork to do. And this is where we are now. So it's about approaching every situation, every circumstance from that, that lens of perspective of, am I resisting this moment? Now, that's not to say that if something physically harming is happening to you, you know, definitely, absolutely fight back. That's, that's not what I'm saying here. I'm talking from an energetic perspective of how to react to a, a, a situation, um, a challenge, 
you know, you look at it from the view of not as a victim, but as something that this is that I've something that I've created that I need to conquer and challenge. And it may be a great challenge. It may be wonderful challenges that, that are just rewarding and that are going to show you how powerful your creation method is. But there's also going to be ones that are really, you know, challenge you on a deep level. And we have to view these as gifts in order for us to grow, right? Like life isn't always meant to be easy, right? We came here to challenge ourselves and we're going to challenge ourselves in both seen and unseen ways. So we have to see all these things that happen to us and, and allow them to, to happen through us so that we don't hold on to any of these um, labels that we have, which then get stuck on our energy field because then you, be, you play the victim. So if we just allow these experiences to happen that we've created, and see it from a perspective, okay, how can I how can I conquer this challenge? Why is this challenge here? Why did it manifest for me? What was I what am I thinking and feeling and believing? So what have I manifested here? Okay. So if you look at it like that, then you can be like, okay, well, I need to work on my anger issues. I need to work on my anxiety. I need to work on this. You look at yourself, you know, honestly, and you know, with knowing that vulnerability is true strength. So revealing your true self is only going to empower you and and those around you, right? Because the more you know about who you are, the more power that's going to give you in your word and your thought and your actions, because you're going to see them that as the recipe for what you create. So this is what I mean by the path of peace. It's, It's a lifestyle choice and we're not always going to be perfect, right? We're always going to have our challenges. We're going to have our ebbs and flows and that's the purpose of life. But the sooner that we can recognize that we're out of balance, the sooner that we can recognize that we are resisting the things that are happening to us and holding on to them and looking at ourselves as victims, the less that we, you know, the more that we are aware of that, the quicker we can solve, the quicker we can heal, the quicker we can grow. And once you solve these inner, inner problems, then they, don't, they no longer manifest on the physical level, right? So because you've worked on it internally, and you've become symmetrical, so to speak, in geometry terms, then there, there is no an energetic match for it to manifest in your life anymore. So when we conquer these challenges that happen to us and through us, and we conquer, and we conquer them with a, a sort of gratitude and a, um, a non-resistant view, then we can learn and we can grow really quickly. But a lot of us turn that lens and are fighting what's happening to us, what's are fighting what's presented to us, and so these patterns repeat themselves again and again until we learn the lesson within, right? That's how we learn lessons. If we learn them on the outside and we search for ourselves out there, it's going to be a long road. But as soon as, soon as you turn that lens inward and you look in your heart, you realize really quickly who you really are. And you start watching yourself as a loved, infinite being. And that knowing gives you that peace that faith that what you think and feel and create um, is your reality, right? And you are co-creating this reality with our with fellow humans. And so we are going through challenging times. So we need to understand this principle is about the more that we can do this with our daily interactions with our family and friends and coworkers, and we're non-resistant in that way of we don't need to fight, we don't need to defend. We just need to flow and, and allow. But at the same time, that doesn't mean to be run over. See, this is a very important concept. That's something that I've learned is to speak up for yourself and speak up from your heart. 
right? Don't be silent because, you know, you're trying to necessarily avoid a situation. I think when you act from your heart, you're going to be sort of told what to do. You're going to intuitively know what to do, whether it is to say something in the situation that you're in or whether it is to say nothing and walk away. If you operate from that level of your heart and sort of put your consciousness in your heart area when you're going through these you know, challenges, whether they're difficult or, or not, you'll be led in the right direction because that's your heart, that's your compass, that's your soul kind of guiding you in your direction that you should be going. And it's our minds that get in the way of, well, what is this person going to think of me? What is that person going to think of me if I do that? Well, that's the noise. That will lead your compass off, off keel. You're not going to be led in the right direction, right? So we need to get to that purity of heart in order to find that true north. So the more that we can approach all of our interactions and circumstances from that place from the heart, from that place of knowing that we are all one, that we are all connected, that there is only one energy, and that what I think and feel and believe creates my reality, and I'm co-created beyond with other co-creators, the more that I can hold steadfast in my light and share my light and my truth with courage and knowing from wisdom, your light's going to shine so bright and powerful that it's going to start affecting the lights around around you, even both consciously and consciously. And you're doing a massive difference in, in helping and being a so-called light worker, right? Holding the light and, and dispersing it amongst your uh, family, friends, and colleagues, whether you know it or not, right? We are uh, an earth grid, a humanity grid. And the more that we are raising our vibrations together, the bigger difference that we can make. So this is why I talk about the, the path of peace. This is the path to, you know, quickest healing internally as an individual and as a collective, right? So if I view someone out there as, a, as you know, a different color than me, uh, from a different country, speaks a different language, I then, with that very thought, I put, I put the boundary up, right? There's already a boundary there. But if I view this as a, another co-creator of this wonderful universe, expressing their desire, whether... I believe in it or not, that's their right. That's their, that's their God-given right. So the more that we can view each other as these, you know, infinite beings, expressing yourself as we desire, um, the, the, the more that's going to be the path of least resistance, right? You're not fighting against that idea or that identity. You're allowing energy to flow. So both parties are going to learn and grow so much faster because there is no resistance there. They're going to be able to hold higher vibrational energies through understanding through compassion through forgiveness right like think of it how easy it is i don't know if you ever have in your life where you were the first to apologize to someone and you know whether you were wrong or not and you said i'm sorry you know and you honestly said it from your heart like think of if you have done that think of how quickly that opened up that energy connection between you know you and that person and allowed that instant feeling of you know gratitude and release and joy and and even strengthening the bond between you so that's the power right on a truly like knowable level of how powerful operating from the heart is so if we continue that path operating from the heart operating from the perspective of the path of peace the brighter the more loving the more conscious the more forgiving that we all can be and inspiring each other to be more and more each day so i want to thank everybody for joining me on this episode i hope you all are doing really well and i wish you a fantastic week wherever you are thank you take care